G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, first and foremost, happy the new year's. Me and Bobby G, place to be. Have Another man, have club, ask the club. Man. Of a thousand ask jumpers, what's up, man? We ain't go when no way. I just want to say that's the hardest hey, video. I was definitely, I was hating on that video when it came out because I really wanted the Chiefs to win. But in hindsight, that was the hardest video Tom Brady's ever a part of, dog. Him and Gronk just look at each other and shrug like, we back. <laughs> we ain't. Like, imagine that they just was. Imagine, like, dog, Gronk is in and out the league. And Gronk, like, I don't really, really want to play. And Brady, like, nah, I think we just win another one. Like, okay, cool. And they, every week they just say, hey, kick your ass again. <laughs> and nobody beat him. If D. D4 don't go off size. We, man, that's really what it was. <laughs> like when you, when good teams get a break, you know that's it. Like, I never because D4 hops off size. Brady throws the pick, and Julian Edelman goes to, I think, Tyron Matthews is getting ready to shake his hand. And then he, he's like, wait, there's a flag. <laughs> and like, what? He was off size. And I'm like, I ain't gonna go and score. <laughs> That's the game, dog. That's different between All Tom sick. Brady and Kirk Cousins. You remember that Giants game? Kirk threw a pick and they called a penalty, and then he threw a pick to the same guy. I was like, the same dude. Yeah, you give Tom. <laughs> a, you Tom makes a mistake, which in crunch time does not happen often, and then you are gonna let him get a penalty? That's like, yep. I was sick that day because I wanted the Saints to win. The Saints got hold because of that pass interference. So I'm angry about that. I'm like, all right, okay, Chiefs going to do their thing. That wasn't a pass lose. That wasn't a pass That was a double right? negative, so it canceled itself out. Right. That was helmet-to-helmet contact. Pass <laughs> 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 so to give him 30 bad, yards instead of 15? So much bad happened. And they were like, nah, I think we're just going to act like that didn't happen. And the ref, look, it's not even like it was like in an area of the field where there's no ref. There's a ref right there. Just All you got to do is just throw the flag in the air. Ref <laughs> saw that shit, heard that shit, and was like... Yeah. <laughs> Got robbed and I was, was. I was hurt. So I'm like, both the teams I wanted to win just lost in crazy fashions. Yeah. So speaking of which, it's the NFL playoffs. Um, we got two games today. Before we get into the games as we're recording today, I saw all the games that took place on Saturday. The first game, uh, Ravens and Texans. It was a stalemate in the first half, really defensive game. Um, Lamar leads two drives. CJ leads a drive that gets field goal. And then Steven Sims Jr., former, he was a Redskin or commander, however you want to put it, with a punt return. And I was like, this is Steven Sims. I'm like, wait, are Steven Sims? And then he just uh, goes crazy. I'm like, yo, this, oh, this is that midfield goal is, is arguably what cost him that game. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. because they because it was during and Lamar and Ravens came came out so focused in the second half they put that seven up on them 
That was it. And I, I think with the Ravens, plays. It, it reminded me of 2019 where I think what happened in 2019, not even like in terms of play calling, the Ravens were were a little rusty. And by the time they got their groove together, it's 14 nothing. And you're like, all right, now we got – Lamar has to do things that's not in his character. This one was like, all right, it's 10-10. We're still rusty. And then all I got to do is score. And it was it was on after that. And, um, you know, there was a lot of, quote-unquote, pressure on Lamar to win. And a lot of mm-hmm. naysayers were ready to really slander Lamar. Look, back to that game-changing game management. When, when the game was – Stuck in the mud, Ravens couldn't do shit. Lamar made spectacular plays and got him in the end zone. He did. So he broke the game open. And and that's what he's supposed to do. And that was just a great effort. I know a lot of people uh you know aren't the biggest fans, or there's some people who aren't the biggest fans of how Lamar plays quarterback. And we'll, we're gonna get to that uh, a little later, but to see that that win and hats off to the Texans. They have a lot to build upon going forward. Correct. Hell of a season from C.J. Stroud. Unanimous uh, rookie of the year. I know they don't do unanimous rookie of the years, but he's a unanimous offensive rookie of the year. Um, salute to D'Amico Ryans. And, yeah, they'll they'll be a force in the AFC for, for years to come. And then in the other, you know, game of the night, Niners at home versus the Packers. It was a three-point game in terms of the Niners winning, but if you watch the game, Packers missed two field goals. One got blocked, and then the other one, he just missed. And then in the in the comparison of the Dallas game versus this game, when they get in the red zone, they were scoring field goals or missing them. Against it's Dallas, they were scoring touchdowns. The 49ers playing one again. It is just so that whatever the difference is between whoever they're fielding at quarterback and who you have, isn't the gap isn't so wide that because they have the advantage of every other position, <laughs> you like they should be able to win. And luckily they overcame Brock Purdy not being good. <laughs> yeah, because the passes Brock was missing was like, bro. And it wasn't even one of those like Brock is throwing. Like for example, I think one of the, the plays of the game when I you caught that that ball that was by his feet and caught it for a first down. I'm like, you can just throw it to him. He can maybe get more yards, but for him to make that catch, that was like a second and eight. I'm like, yeah, man. Brock is just, he's out of sync. And, you know, again, when you have Christian McCaffrey as your running back, you have really good weapons on the outside. Even with Debo getting hurt, you, you have a great team. And I think another thing that people don't realize, and this is important to having linebackers, when Jordan Love was going through pressure against Dallas, he was throwing over the middle of the field. Like Romeo Dobbs, all those catches, five, four of those six catches last week were over the middle of the field on third down. He tries to throw it over the middle of the field today or last night, and they're picks. And then they show Jordan Love on the outside through two touchdowns. Jordan Love in the middle of the field throws two picks. And that's really what it came down to. So... Yeah, I, I think that he's a that's good probably the Niners' toughest task until the Super Bowl because I think they smoke whoever they play in the yeah, championship game. That's the, just Ravens, the Ravens' defense got to look at Purdy and say, we have to be the difference maker because – A hundred percent. That defense is – that 49ers' defense is way better than that Ravens' offense. 
Um, getting Mark Andrews back will help. It's gonna it's gonna help. Uh, but I agree. It's gonna take Lamar Jackson being special to score points on that to to now. win. No, and and even I, I talked with my big homie Wilson. We we talk about it, and he said this, and I agree. There's not two teams. There's two players who can defeat the Niners defense that isn't on the Niners staff, and that's Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. Those two quarterbacks can be like. They're difference makers. They can will the team to win. And and you saw Lamar do it on Christmas, and you've seen Mahomes do it. Problem with the Lions in the the past. They got the weapons. They got the firepower that they can. But they know how to play Jared Goff. And that's. (laughs) They're going to get to him. (laughs) And he's not going to look good. (laughs) And it's going to be bad. Like, my man, I was like, y'all going to be mad when Brock Purdy throws four touchdowns. Next week, my Miami back was like Jared Goff going to throw five. I'm like, he going to throw five against the Niners defense. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> thing is, like that, that's the thing about Jared Goff though. I've never looked at him and said that like he's scared of the moment. But every time, but I've looked at him before and said, oh, he's overmatched. Like he can't do anything here today. And that's that's the difference. It's not he's not scared of the moment. But he just gets overmatched. And if he gets overmatched, he just doesn't win. You saw in the Super Bowl, he was overmatched. That defense, defensive masterclass. Or you look at him and the Rams, um, overmatched. Just whenever they were losing the postseason. So I, I think we, we had a conversation uh, yesterday. We were talking about Jordan Love. I think Jordan Love, even with the mistakes, has shown, like, yo, he's arrived. And... He's gonna be he's so NFL that star got to deal with for the next sure. 10 No, he's beyond that, bro. He not, he's, he's not. He's beyond that. Special. He, I'm. I'm. Uh, we we can we can agree to disagree. I think I think he got Lafleur and Lafleur is there. Lafleur is fire. I'm not taking another way. But love, bro. Love, love is love good. Bro. Love. I don't think he top ten. I don't think he he's not great yet. I I agree. He's not great yet. He he, he in that one 15, 20 range. Mm-mm. Or if you want to say now, that's cool. Two years, max. You said in two years, he's you. gonna be better than he gonna be as good as CJ Stroud. Yeah, and if I cause hot takes, that's cool. Because I look at the weapons he has at his disposal. I'm assuming. Hear me out. I'm assuming Aaron Jones is still gonna be there. Aaron Jones went healthy to top ten running back. Is that fair? Top ten when when healthy in the league, yes. Aaron Jones is a top ten right he, he not even he wasn't healthy this year and it showed. When healthy, he's top ten. This is a dude that led the league in touchdowns like two years ago. Cool. That means he got a lot of opportunities in the red zone. No, no, it's not no James Conner touchdowns. It is is not the Jamal. No, he's. I think when healthy, top ten running back, and I think these young receivers. Okay, you can start naming them. That don't mean they're Saquon, better. Saquon, Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, McCaffrey, Kamara. McCaffrey, Kamara. That's six. That's six. Um, ATM, seven. He's not better. He's ATM's not better than, than Aaron Jones. He's not. He's not. We're not doing that. He's not. I like ATM. That's my man. He's not. He's not. This might be he's crazy. 
No, I don't understand this man. man. <laughs> He's not. I'm okay. not Is H ain't better than him? No, it's, it's no, no. They share the ball no. so much over there. A chain like, is dope, but no. Oh, Josh Jacobs. I'm not putting Gibbs. I'm not putting. Oh, okay, Josh Jacobs, cool. I'm not mad at that. Austin Eckler. No. Austin Eckler's. You know how I feel about his game, bro. <laughs> no, this jacket is man. Wild, he's so overrated, dog. <laughs> You know how I feel about Austin Eckler. Don't don't get me on the dog. Oh, Nick Chubb. This is not where the show is going in there. That's ten right for there. For sure, for sure. Who was that other person? I'm not counting Eckler. I'm not. You you know how I feel about him. He's so overrated, bro. He don't run between the tackles. He's soft. His stats are inflated. It's cool. I Nick Nick Chubb fire. You you know I rock with Nick Chubb. <laughs> Anyway, I look at they have a good running back. You have good young receivers that are only going to get better. Their defense has to get better. The defense on Green Bay is okay. They can be had. And because you and I both know how Joe Barry, their defensive coordinator, coaches, they can be exposed. He exposed us when we were when he was our DC. So they have stuff to improve on. But I, I think Green Bay. Anyone who listens to this pod or that I know that are Green Bay fans, they can go another 10, 15 years knowing we got another great quarterback on our team. That bar and injury, they've gone their entire adult life, their entire life, knowing we at least got a quarterback. We got to get other things, but under center, we're okay. And that's that's incredible. You not on the the bandwagon yet? That's cool, but nah, they 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 here. Bro. I, but I think I don't think the Packers are gonna be like head and shoulders over the rest of that division. So okay, that that's cool. So who do you have winning today? And we could do scores if you want to do that too. So the first game is Lions Bucks. 27-20. Lions over the Bucks. Okay. Um, probably like 34-20, maybe. 34-20. Ooh. Yeah, they, Ooh, the Lions might just crack it up. I, I have the Lions. Lions 23. Bucks twenty. It's gonna be a close game. Um Lions really gonna be there. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a close game. That's fire, bro. They and they deserve it. I'm not mad, like that's dope. I'm gonna start hating soon. They deserve to have multiple playoff wins. We deserve to have something the fuck we didn't got in our lifetime. It's been bad for us too. No, nah, the Lions been through poverty, bro. I mean, they've, they've had two all-time players whose careers were wasted in real time, bro. That's this different. Oh, and sixteen is crazy. I got a top five running back ever. Nothing to show for it. One playoff win. Calvin Johnson, the top five receiving talent ever. Nothing to show for it. That's that's really bad. Mm-mm-mm. And you had a fire quarterback in Matthew Stafford. So, yeah. um, and in the late game, 
You got Mahomes' first ever playoff road game in Buffalo. Conventional wisdom says Mahomes pulls this game out somehow. And it's 24-20. But... They're in Buffalo. They're in Buffalo. I do not believe in this man to be an elite quarterback. He isn't. Y'all keep saying his name before y'all say Lamar, and I will never understand that. I'm with you. We can have a conversation. For him to solidify his spot in, in any of those type of conversations, it's tonight. I'm just, I think it's like 24 20. Chiefs, bro. <laughs> I just can't. I I don't know what advantages the Bills have over the Chiefs, like distinct advantages. And if everything's a push and you're telling me I've got to pick between Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Picking Patrick Mahomes every day of the week. I, I don't understand how I can't pick him. Now, you, you said 34 to 20. Um, for the Lions bus game, mm-hmm. I say thirty to seventeen Chiefs over Bills, bro. You think they just got them niggas' hearts? Yeah, and and the Chiefs secondary is banged up. They got a lot of injuries on the defensive side, so them have a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the f- football. Um. It's cold weather. Chiefs are used to cold weather. You know, Bills fans, Bill Ma- Bills Mafia's, you know, rabid bunch. I think Mahomes is going to rip their hearts out, bro. And I know a I lot of people, shout out like- to homie Kirkwood, saying this is this is a, a great rivalry. Um, this is the new Brady Manning. And I'm like, you know, that's that's cool. I, I want to see. Like I don't have to prove to me. At the half, me. I think they're they're gonna score a couple times, and Mahomes is gonna go the book because Kyrie tripping. What what? Nah, he was like he he he's a Cowboys fan, and he's like command is winning the ship, left hand up. I'm not even. He he just trolling. It's cool. It's cool. (laughs) Kyrie, I see. Yeah, we got the next two rings coming. Hey, we we gonna talk about the GM search in a sec, but nah, continue. But yeah, I just it's like I remember remember in twenty eighteen when the Celtics hadn't lost in Boston and they had home court advantage and they were playing the yes the um, Cavs and the Cavs was injured mm-hmm. and the Cavs didn't look like they should really be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Correct. And I just kept saying you just have to show me you can beat LeBron James four times. And no team in the East has showed me that in a decade. So I just you just gotta show it, and then game seven happened, and they were up, and then LeBron walked them down, and just was like the whole time I never thought they were gonna win the game. I was like, yeah, okay. yeah, same, and it's the same, and that's thing. what it's I think. Like, like I, I honestly believe, you know, Allen, Allen's talented. I think Allen is top five, and he might be five. You know, people think this is hate, and it's, it's not. Allen has led the league in turnovers. Each year he's been a starting quarterback. Like, and no one wants to say it. Allen has to have a perfect game for him to go crazy. And also, here's another thing. I'm looking at just matchups. Gabe Davis, who became a household name in the last 
Chiefs playoff matchup isn't playing. Diggs is going to get strapped by Snead, in my opinion. So you need Shakir, uh, Hardy, or another, okay. or, or their tight ends, Kincaid or Knox, to have the game, like multiple touchdown scoring. I just don't see that. You know what if the crazy happens, thing about it is? Ooh. What's that? <laughs> like certain, like we talk, what, what Cam said, game changers and game managers and whatnot. And conventional wisdom, like you said, would, would say, Josh Allen, you got to play a perfect game to win this game. To me, Josh Allen got to be the best Josh Allen ever. And that don't mean he throw no picks. Ever. That means every opportunity that he sees them and think they got, he throw that motherfucker. And they might pick that shit off. But he needs to go and hit Stephon Diggs on a route that you go, what the fuck? Like... No, Rob Josh Allen. Like, Josh Allen got to run over two linebackers, like, <laughs> and that's that's cool. Josh Allen got to get. But we we've tonight. seen <laughs> we we've I'm seen even you. last year when everyone was like, "Yo, the the Bills, you know, they at home, Cincinnati, ain't experienced this," and I'm like, "Joe's gonna go through there and rip their hearts out." And it relatively wasn't a close game at all. That's what's about to happen again. But and you know, I got homies and Bills fans salute. When you facing someone who just has supreme confidence in themselves, you've got to play. You've got to show them, like, okay, every player, every team in the league has a healthy fear of Josh Allen. Similar to, like, with Mahomes, it's like, you understand he's probably the best throw of the football you're ever going to play. So if he just on, you don't know what the fuck you're going to do that night. And you just hope you can score. That's it. Lamar Jackson, in the sense, like, you, you got a plan, and then shit going to hit the fan, and hopefully you can tackle him. Because if you can't, you scared. Josh Allen's one of them niggas that's like, yo, bro, you're going to be looking at him, and you're going to be as confused as his offensive coordinator is. And he, But you're going to look at the score, and he's going to have 21 points. You're going to be like, I don't understand how you keep doing this to my defense. <laughs> like, this don't make sense. Like, but in one instance, he can do that. And then in another instance, he'll fumble or throw a pick, and you'd be like, Oh, yeah. Where were you throwing? Like, just an example. And again, people say nitpicky. They play the Dolphins, right? In week 17, they're, they should have destroyed them. You throw on eight, he threw a gift to Eli Apple in a way in which it's like, he wasn't even looking that way. And it's like, here you go. It's like, yo, are you point shaving, bro? Like, or last year in the postseason, you over here down to Skylar Thompson, bro, in a playoff game at home. Like, what? That's the thing. I mean, that don't even make with, any sense. You saw it with the Jets game when Aaron Rodgers got injured. You could tell he was on like, a certain mindset. All right. Like, no, he had the war paint on, and he just like, this is how I'm playing tonight. And when it really wasn't that type of game, he was like, I'm going to make it that type of game. So here's some interceptions. You're like, you don't have to do this. <laughs> like, this yeah, is just like, we win. Just... <laughs> Mike White asked, and then he was just like, no, we got to make this a competition. And then Mike White locked up or whatever. Well, no, it wasn't exactly what it was. <laughs> locked up. Yeah. It was like... <laughs> So, so that's really what it comes down to. But we also we got some takes. I'll say this: if Josh Allen wins, I think in in a perfect world for Josh Allen, he has to win out, and then we can have a conversation of where he ranks as QB. I don't see it happening, but we can revisit it in a week. If he wins out, they're going to say if, he's the second best quarterback in the league. Yeah, they they would. 
I don't see it, but we'll we'll have that discussion if it comes up. Mahomes wins. So then it's Mahomes and Lamar. Well, what you and I have been praying for since 2019, them in the AFC Championship. This is what we wanted. Hey, I told you off air, I'll tell you on air. Mahomes wins the next two games or three games. He the fifth greatest quarterback. And I was thinking about the trade. A realistic chance of being the Andy Reid before thirty. That's like he was. Look, look, we we know Andy Reid. We remember him from the Eagles. We remember that team he was feeling mm-hmm. every year, right? Correct. And the reason why that at a certain point in time, with after Brady had beat Mahomes, we didn't think that Mahomes had a logical. Well, I didn't think Mahomes had a logical pathway to being the goat because. We were all under the impression of like this is Andy Reid. He had the same team for eight years. No one knew that the road for Patrick Mahomes would get any tougher. We thought he would have Tyreek Hill for like the next five, six years. Yeah, next five, five six, six years. Yeah. yeah. He got another third receiver, young receiver that's coming up or something like a, 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 a receiver Weiss dude, Rice dude. Like imagine he was that third receiver instead of like their lead receiver. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So, we just thought that that team would be stacked. So, like, yeah, maybe he wins three or four Super Bowls, but he's so stacked that we just go, Tom Brady still got seven. So, we not really going to, like, yeah. But then he lost Tariq Hill. We saw, like, the whole time they were like, Chiefs ain't it. And then he won the Super Bowl. (laughs) And it was like, he won the Super Bowl with Juju as his number one receiver. Like, if he wins the Super Bowl this year, he's the best quarterback in his era. That is not Bowl. even a debate. And I told you that Mahomes, because realistically, I don't see another player winning seven or eight Super Bowls. I don't. Mm-hmm. So if Mahomes wants to be the GOAT before Getting close to that number, he has to do one of two things. He has to either go 20 and 0 in the season or 3P. That's true. Bro, he do either or and he he balls yeah, out in, in all Super Bowls. Part, part, no, look, part of Brady's like greatness is that like when you think of every other great quarterback in his time period. You think Peyton Manning, you think Ben Roethlisberger, you think Phillip Rivers, you think of Drew Brees, you think of whomever, right? <laughs> you can remember Tom Brady beating them. You're like, yo, he's beating these players when it mattered the most at every stage. Right. And, like, he dominated his era. <laughs> For Mahomes to win the Super Bowl, he would have to smack up Josh Allen once again. And then he'd have to beat the hottest most talented quarterback we've arguably ever seen in Lamar Jackson. And and another two-time MVP, because Lamar is going to get that MVP. Like, we just he, don't know if it's going to be unanimous just, or not. He sets the he sets the door and everything. Like, look, Joe Burrow really looked nice. He beat Joe Burrow. I think Joe's the third best quarterback in the league. I think it's Mahomes, Lamar, and Jalen Hurts and this Eagles look like they were a perfect team. Yeah, he beat them in the Super Bowl. Josh Allen, they've been trying to say he that nigga forever, and he keep beating him. 
Lamar Jackson literally looked like the best player in the league right now. And if he beats them, like he beat that defense. And that's another thing. Now, if Lamar goes and wins a ring, not only is Lamar Hall of Fame first ballot, you got oh, easy. two easy. MVPs in a ring. He on the GOAT trajectory, too. And oh, no. quite as kept Steve Young told us publicly, like, hey, he still got a chance to be the best. And no, the thing is, like, Brady has kind of – Brady's crowned him, or he has given him the stamp. And officially, I would say if Mahomes is Brady, then Lamar is officially Peyton. Like, that's the that's the new rival. Forget Burrow. Forget because- Allen. It's Lamar. I would, it's, it's the same way I talk about NBA grades all the time. It's like, yo, I th- everybody has that call on card to your level of go, like your claim to like Peyton Manning's calling card was like statistically there ain't a quarterback better than him. Like he was that dude for so long. Like he was throwing for four thousand yards consistently when niggas was happy for throwing for thirty five hundred. Like, oh my god, I'm having a career. He's like four thousand again. You're like what? Like. No, nah, the, the so, best person who had a job was either Peyton's backup or Peyton's OC. Peyton did all the work. He, oh the OC didn't do anything for 10 years, bro, and was getting checks. I always say this, like, I always say, like, yo, the one of the most, like... Jim like, Sorgi, bro, respect, was chilling, dog. Like, man, and I, I want to give all love to people. But truth be told, one of the most overrated coaches is Tony Dungy. Like... <laughs> For years no, that defense, for years that defense, for years that defense wasn't great, and that was supposed to be his calling card. <laughs> he got it right, right like one right, time when they right. got to the <laughs> and that's honestly it's because of the offenses because that regular season one. they was like the ru- the worst rushing defense ever. Didn't freaking Fred Taylor and Maurice Jones Drew ran for three hundred yards on them in a game? Like youngest teams don't want to go there, bro. I, I remember. Patrick Farm remembers. <laughs> all I'm gonna say is like, look, I respect them. But if we being honest, pay man and save that man's career every year. <laughs> like if he ever said he wanted an offensive coach or something, they would have got, got him the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just look at it like that, bro. Like, but no, I, I, Lamar literally has a chance to be the best in his era. And For sure, his, he his still reason, has a chance. And his pathway to being the goat is because he got that rushing shit. Like, he probably never gonna have the um Tom Brady or like Patrick Mahomes passing numbers. Like, no matter how great as he becomes, like, dog, Mahomes gonna throw for four thousand yards in his sleep, bro. Like he throwing thirty touchdowns, you know that's just shit he be doing, bro. But them eight hundred, a thousand yard rushing seasons, and like Lamar could be the chips, first quarterback with like thirty thousand passing yards and ten thousand rushing yards. You know how like absurd that is, bro. Like dog, dog. He get that's crazy. He get ten thousand rushing yards and a hundred and a hundred rushing touchdowns. How he not the goat? Like, um, let me see what he got right now. And it ain't nowhere near. He that. got fifty five hundred rushing yards. 
Nah, he he has like 30 touchdowns. That's the thing they're talking about with Josh Allen. Like Josh Allen is about Josh to catch Allen Cam Newton for most rushing touchdowns. Josh Allen tied OJ Simpson. They ain't want to keep saying OJ Simpson touchdowns? They ain't during the broadcast, but for like the most rushing touchdowns in the Bills season. That's, <laughs> that's big. Like Josh got, Allen's probably yeah, gonna catch fifty two touchdown record. Fifty eight yards and twenty nine touchdowns. Just saying. Man, he doesn't like, really Hertz, need Hurts and Jalen. Like I mean, Hurts and Josh are, are gonna get more touchdowns. He's not gonna get the touchdowns. But he'll get the yards. Yeah, he he killing Hurts. It's crazy, uh, bro. Yards, but yeah, Hurts got forty-one rushing touchdowns. <laughs> they they just push this bitch ass. Look at Josh Allen. Go go look at Josh. No, look at Josh Allen touchdowns. Josh got like three thousand yeah, rushing yards, but he got like a crazy yeah, number. He has 36, 11 rushing yards, but he got fifty-three <laughs> rushing touchdowns. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I respect it. But the way Lamar runs, like yeah, he's Josh, clearly the best runner, Josh and Jalen run. Yeah, he, he like gonna crack Lamar ten grand. So, so at, the fact that he, yo, the fact that he did the high school step back in a playoff game, like did you see? He just whoop, walk, fall. Like, no, he's like bro. Because again, like I said, and Dan Olavsky said it. The way Lamar plays, people don't want it. Like, okay. When black quarterbacks started winning Super Bowls, you know, the Doug Williams, Mahomes, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, they're black, but they won in a way where it was still palatable to mainstream mm-hmm. audiences. As fire as Vic was, as fire as Steve McNair was, as fire as Randall Cunningham was, or as, as fire as Cam Newton was, they didn't win. So it's still like, you could be great, but you didn't win. Lamar wins, bro. Like, like I said, it's no different it's than like in the NBA. Completely different conversation. Where like the Heat was embracing shooting threes, and like the Spurs was embracing shooting threes, but no one like, but they still had like certain old school fundamentals in that game where people were like, no, this is how they're winning games. It wasn't until yeah, the growing Warriors up, a jump shooting team can't win a Super Bowl, it, a championship. It wasn't until literally the Warriors won. They were like. Oh, okay, that looked cool. Then they won another one. And like by the third championship, you're like, yeah, that style of play can win it like consistently. Like there's nothing you can say now. And like, yeah, Lamar almost like a. I'm not saying it like as far as like heart wise, but Lamar. I mean, not Lamar. Lamar Jackson like a James Harden. Like he he's such a central like super like. He's he is their offense. And mm-hmm. truthfully, that that style has not led to Super Bowl. Russell Wilson it hasn't, won, but that was not him carrying him to Super Bowl. The the closest comparison to anyone with a style that's won a ring would be Steve Young. But when Steve Young won it, he wasn't out here wilding like '87 Steve Young. He was a lot more mature in the pocket. But he is the only player who had a similar style that but won a ring. The, he also had the goat. I mean, he also had, he also had like some, I'm, I'm. He also had some stack that they went like. No, again, no, he, he the team was fully loaded. 
He was amazing. Right, Steve Young, you, Steve Young, I always got respect for Steve Young. He was an amazing guy to take over after Joe Montana and win enough. Like, he amazing guy. Win two MVPs. Went, yeah, like, yeah. But yeah, he, but Steve Young on his worst team wasn't on an offense as shitty as the Panthers in 2015. I mean, <laughs> like, nah, or hit those Bucks teams he was on before. No. If we're talking Niners teams, you're right. When okay, that's what I mean. Bucks, yeah, like, like on, when he was winning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. When he was winning, no, okay, okay. That's we're what there. I'm saying. Yeah, no, them Bucks team was ass chickens. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Steve out here I'm running for survived. his life just to win games, bro. Yeah, I'm glad he survived. I'm just saying, like, Cam Newton went 15 and 1, and we looked at there was no Greg Olsen, my nigga. So he was good. He was nice. But there was no Greg other was, anything was else that scared you at all on that team. We were like, this team is ass. <laughs> like it wasn't like he had a it wasn't like he was running behind the Cowboys line either. Like and if, that's, it, that's if they the thing, just like, ran Lamar, for two million yards because that line was amazing, it'd be different. <laughs> Lamar won a pl- not Lamar won a unanimous MVP with Willie Sneed, Marquise Brown. Bro. Seth Roberts were the receivers. They, somebody said Mark outside Michael of Mark Vick Andrews walked, so and, and Mark Ingram. <laughs> no, RG three walked so Lamar could run. If you remember, we remember twenty twelve. If you were a real Washington fan, we were all saying our line is shit. Alfred Morris is an average back at best. Algic Robinson best. ass. Pierre Garçon, nice. That's probably our only real great weapon like in 2012. Santana was like, older. Santana was, bro, he was OG status by then. Him having like eight touchdowns that year was like, what the fuck? He had a touchdown every five catches, bro. You know bro, how fire that is? That's what I'm saying. They, he was not playing every down, bro. This was in 2005. <laughs> like, dog. That's what I'm saying. Like, RG3 was our, was our offense that year. He was the reason Alfred Morris got 16, 1,500 yards or whatever, you know? Like, he was the reason why. He was the second like, yo, leading rusher you think of Marquise Brown? He just a better version of Andre Robinson. Like, when we would look at him, we'd be like, yo, that nigga really open down the middle. <laughs> like, he not a great route runner. He just be open because he's fast. <laughs> like, bro, Lamar on his first MVP season. 36 touchdowns. Led the league in passing touchdowns and ran for it. That like, come on, bro. Nah, he was everything. That's why I said, "Oh boy, with Justin Fields." I'm not. I'm not. Say what you want. He got the MVP with him. You know why? That was a real simple system that played to the strengths of him as the look. Lamar is a player, so you need someone who's gonna, you know, let him do other shit. Obviously, so you see it now, right? Fields got to just show us if you, he can do that and win and win twelve games. Then you can talk about getting a new coordinator. <laughs> but you gonna win? You gonna fucking run win that division if Greg Roman that coordinator in Chicago? Just saying. We we, we gonna see, man. So let's right. let's talk coaching search. Um, Rob, he I don't well. Let me not speak for you. Who I want? We got a new GM. Shout out to Adam Peters. Thank you for coming from San Fran. We appreciate you. I am not a fan of Jim Harbaugh. I do not you want Jim Harbaugh. Ryan he's Morris. looking like he's going to be a Charger. Ryan Morris is cool with me. I, I'll take Slovit from the Texans. They're OC. He can come here. 
I would love that. Because you know that's Slow my offense. Big. That's the offense I've run a man in for the last 15 years of my life. So, so we can get slow from part the Texans. Of the Shanahan, Bill Walsh, everything tree. Like that's I'm I'm cool with uh McDonald, the defensive coordinator from the Ravens. If if we want to go there, I think Ben Johnson from the Lions is cool. We need somebody in that Shanahan tree for our offense. I don't if he ain't our head coach, he better be our offensive coordinator. I'm not we I don't need no bullshit. I saw someone today that was like we get Mike McDonald, the Ravens, D.C., and I was like, okay, as our head coach. Chip Kelly as our O.C., I was like, no. In, in what world, like, Jaden no, like, Davis is our QB? Like, yo, if he humble. Hell no. 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 Chip Kelly Rob, is no. No. Because we, let's not we, act like down we were this all, road. Let's not all act like we wasn't scared of that Eagles team. We became, we there. were the first victims to it. I remember. It was because cool. he was arrogant and thought he was bigger than the NFL. That he was like he was on some Dan Tony shit. Like I think I'm smarter than everybody else, and I'm gonna show you that it yeah, don't matter I, who I, I got. This is just gonna work in any time, and it never like he didn't. <clears throat> so I'm just saying. Thank you for giving us Deshaun, though. I appreciate that. He well, really blew up the Eagles because sure. it's like I could win with my system. Gave us Deshaun, traded Lashawn to, to Philly. I was tired of Jeremy Macklin. Oh my God, he was. <laughs> I was like, me. he's really destroying the Eagles, my man. I appreciate you, dog. Nah, he was elite. <laughs> Chip Kelly really top five coach in our division ever. <laughs> I'm cool with that. It's like Joe Gibbs. Went through one year turmoil. Oh, Deshaun, he gang bang. We don't need him here. Oh, you don't. Thank you, bro. Like was we did not win a lot of games with Deshaun Jackson. We just kept beating the Eagles. Yeah, because Kirk Cousins would consistently overthrow the fastest yeah, receiver. Steve you a bitch. NFL coach search. You know who ain't searching for you? Nobody, you bitch. You fat bitch. The one thing I hate about <laughs> DC media, we let a coach who only won one division title, never won a playoff game, never won a conference championship, never won a I'm Super cool Bowl. When, when to Mike call, wait, 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 wait hold on, Rob. Hold on, Rob. Uh, Rob, he calls in on weekly DC sports shows. Now, if Joe Gibbs were to ever do that, can't be mad. Joe Gibbs did a lot for this area. You want us not one, not two, three Super Bowls with three different QBs. You can say whatever you want about my team. Jay Gruden. What what credentials does he have to talk about I'm my saying, team when you didn't I'm do saying, nothing with the team? I'm okay nah, if bro. fucking Mike Shanahan was the call in. Mike Shanahan is arguably the godfather of everything that we're seeing in the NFL right now. That's going on today. Like, Correct. Obviously, he's under, you know, the ultimate tree. But, mm-hmm. dog, his uh, iteration of that, his concept, yeah, you know, is what's leading the league. He, what we look like with that team, everybody talk about that coaching staff, we look like with RG3 and had that guidance. If it wasn't for literally just them button heads and them having like this that personal discrepancy or whatever. If it wasn't for Haloti Nada, everything changes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who witnessed it and I I was there. If, if it wasn't for Haloti Nada, yeah. bro. Look, I think I think we, the, I we think a different fall- group of fans. I think if we look back honestly, even as like RG3 stands almost, we understand that there's fault in both sides. I think RG3 overreacted to a horrific Mm -hmm. injury that he had. 
And I mean, it's logical to overreact when, especially when you've already torn your ACL before. So he was like, yeah. hey, I'm not doing this. Instead of literally talking to one of the greatest offensive minds of all time who could easily build a system to help to, you know, mitigate a lot of other shit. So I don't, and I think both of them dug in the sand. Doug was like, fuck it. Nah, we here. And that's what it turned into. But Jay Gruden, no, I, I saw that team and thought ineptitude. But I didn't think nothing about that personal shit. He got Kirk Cousins when he wanted them. Um, he looked decent when Sean McVay was a coordinator. And McVay left. Show for it, bro. Like he, that team is. Like, I look at that team and just think underachieving. That 2016, that 2016 team, bro, mm-hmm. to have Garcon, Deshaun, young Jamison Crowder, who was open the entire year. Jordan Reed, Jordan Reed, who was a top three tight end at the time. Like, wasn't getting concussed. Man. Yeah, no, that's just what I'm mad. When I looked at when I looked at Shanahan and RD3, that was a combo that was electric. That personal shit and just arrogant got in the way. Yeah, ego. Look at, and I then also at Dan Snyder too. If, if well, obviously, because he's just unhealthy because you're empowering your player over your coach. Then you're like, he's just meddling and then not meddling. He puts his hands and shit and then goes, oh, I mean, I don't know what's going on. Like, he was just bad. Yeah, that's that's right. But when I look at Jake Gruden, I just think of that period and I think of underachievement. We had too much talent on that offense to perform the way we were performing week in and week out. It was just ridiculous. Like, no. So shut up. Also, I just want to say, Rob, we, we talked about it earlier. We're starting to do the, the fan duel thing. I, I really think other players in this parlay is going to score touchdowns today. And I really feel like Odell not scoring cost Odell me was going to score. I wanted to just spice it up. Odell, that's my man, bro. I watched the interview Stop with Marlon. You're supposed to like, do this to win, not have fun. <laughs> I, I see. <laughs> no one told you. I, I watched. I watched the interview, and I was like, "Nah, I believe in my bro, man. That's my now, man." You know what that reminds me of? When we was in the group <laughs> meet, and the nigga said, "Man, uh, Jerry, Judy, and uh, Steve Smith had the beef," and somebody was like, "Yo, Judy, better go off." And my dumb ass put him as my flex with Stephen Nagy that week. The nigga had like two points. <laughs> Fuck you. <bitch. laughs> <laughs> But see, it's working for me. When I watch interviews of players, like I was like, man, I'm not drafting Saquon. I watched his pivot episode. I was like, you know what? I believe in him. I'm gonna draft him. Win a championship. I that's what happened. I was like, I literally was like, I'm not drafting him. Oh, he gonna go crazy. You know what? I'm I'm gonna believe. Yeah. Cause yeah, Kittle scored, McCaffrey scored, Lamar scored. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool, man. So the parlay, I, I just gotta be careful, bro. I'm, I'm gonna hit it one day. One, one day, I'm, I'm gonna go crazy. Um, but yeah, let's let's do NBA takes. I mean, I really don't have none. We could talk about Anthony Edwards if you want. Your team ass. Hard to take. Your team ass. Okay. Ass. Sorry. I see uh, the Lakers are interested in Spencer Dinwiddie. How does that make you feel? 35 games? <laughs> we never finalized that bet, and I'm grateful. <laughs> I, saying, I told you so. Ass. Yeah. 
We're trash. Yep. I hear cooking for y'all. Though. Yeah, I know. He's raising his trade value. That's cool. We're going to need that in the offseason. Yeah, because y'all make good trades. <laughs> now we got the second best odds to get the number one pick. I have no idea who that's going to be, but. In the worst draft. Saying, us losing to the Spurs helped us. Hey, bro. This, what, since 2014? Is that what you want to say? Since Anthony Bennett's draft? Is that, that where you're going? That might be the worst draft in recent memory. No, it was only because Anthony Bennett went one. People think that's a sour draft. Victor Oladipo, with barring injuries, was great. If Nerlens Noel had better management, he'd had a better career. <laughs> like, I ain't Embiid in that draft? I think, yeah. Or was he 2013? Because I think him and Wiggins in the same draft. No. Yeah, anyway. uh, yeah. Anyway. But, um, but yeah, you didn't answer the question. Spencer Dinwiddie to the Lakers. I'm, I'm saying that, that on the time. Mike Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> so I- <laughs> You're trash, bro. I don't know what to say. Spencer Dinwiddie ass. Ben ass. Okay. We need. We need to make a trade. Two, three. Trades. Is anyone you want? That's realistic. I've been seeing Zach the real. I don't think that's like real. Me. Dejounte Murray would be good. If we don't give him Austin Reeves, you a dicky to shut up. Um, <laughs> I hate niggas like you. Uh, like you said, Alex Caruso would be a good pickup for us, but he don't. But he's not gonna give us a championship. But we got to get somebody, bro. It's disgusting out here. We having a pretty healthy well, season from AD and LeBron, and we not killing the game. <laughs> we not the bitch-ass Warriors. Yeah, get Steph Curry meat out your mouth. Yo, but, did you see? They was like, uh, it, they was like Anthony Davis doubtful with an Achilles injury or whatever, and he was out there at the Packers <laughs> game throwing the football. The fuck I was like, hey. <laughs> You'll really get an Achilles injury. I'm not playing with you. I think a season I we already ain't like a donut. We already ain't top eight. So fuck out of here, nigga. You ain't above a tackle. Piece of shit. Actually, I'm not even mad at AD, really. AD's played as great as I wanted him to play this year. He's a defensive player of the year candidate. Like, if he if we just won more games. Yeah, his stock would be higher for sure. We would, we would, he would really be in that defensive player of the year. So like, now, now before you you give this scorching hot take, you were one of the first people I knew repping Anthony Edwards. So I, I I'm giving you your credit. See, Robbie, like I don't give him your credit publicly. He really I'm don't. Giving you your credit. He really just be tweeting about it's shit that, that I literally told him, and we had conversations about. And I don't ever see CC Bobby George for thirteen. He just be talking <laughs> about like these are free ideas he came up with. It's disgusting. Guys. <laughs> Whatever. It's not true. Gonna act like anyway, that don't happen. It's happened right, like twice. <laughs> what? Twice? Yeah, and it's like what they say. Rule of three is at least six. <laughs> like, it's not six. six times, bro. I, I give you credit in my heart. <laughs> I give you credit a lot. But I've been told y'all niggas Anthony Edwards was the future of the league. But now y'all going to try to tell me about a nigga I've been told you about. I told y'all about Jokic four years before he was MVP. Telling niggas I was playing with the Nuggets and shit in two K because he was fire and Jamal Murray one of the best 
like guard. No, nah, you was on the Jamal. You was on the Jamal Murray. Yeah, obviously we both were. And on, I was on the Michael Porter. Uh, Michael Jr. Porter Jr. Shit, like we both saw him early. I was on that you way. Saw him a little bit earlier than me, maybe like a week or two. But we all saw him, <laughs> and we we're all like, "He's he's the he, Brandon Ingram ain't the next KD. He the next KD." <laughs> like that's what we were saying. Back shit, but bro, anyway, when Anthony you know, Edwards. Dog, how, Anthony how Edwards soon, been telling y'all niggas, bro. How soon so he was the best in the draft? You think he he's the best? He has a chance to be the best American-born player in like two years to me. Yeah, he just got to win some games in the playoffs. Do you, do you you do you think he's better than Book already? I want to wait at least till he's postseason. I think he's better than Devin Booker. I think he's one good postseason. I think Devin Booker to me. has one postseason games when that team has been stacked around him. I've never once seen Devin Booker drag a, drag a subpar roster and lead that team. So he was you think not the, the leader. Timberwolves are subpar though. He was. I'm saying he's, he's not. He was never the leader of that team. He didn't lead. Okay. Them. Chris Paul clearly led them to the finals. No, I, I agree. I, to that I success agree. That he's had. Now he got Kevin Durant where, where and Bradley Beal. Where do you think the Carl Anthony a go? habitual loser? Gobert looked lost on the court. How many times with an elite wing player like Donovan Mitchell? You know how I feel about Gobert, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you on Carl Anthony Towns. The, the, the uh, Timberwolves ain't one shit. Too, but yeah. Timberwolves ain't one shit that mattered in the last 20 th- years. You know, last time ever. I got to the West Coast Finals was in 2004. So in 20 years, they literally ain't one shit since. Like, in one yeah. any shit that mattered. And Edwards got them niggas looking. Is that the last postseason victory? Like series victory? My, yeah, I don't know I if they won so. after 04. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it is. Do you think they, they won a series this year? Yeah, because they got Anthony Edwards. I think they that lost to the um they lost to the Grizzlies because they was in the same class as the Grizzlies and they um and I think the Grizzlies have more experience. They, yeah, they they just happen to you know outlast them in that sense. Like yeah, like you said, the variance is too high. So sometimes you have bad games. And it's like yo, you only got you know seven opportunities total. You know <laughs> to get four wins. Yeah. Okay. But I think they they get to the second round at least this year. And if he gets to the conference finals next year or so, he's the best player, American born player for sure. I mean. Nah, I, I rock with his game. You already argue with the best I, two guys. I, I love like, I love like just his mentality. I like his personality. Um, no, nah, he, he's he, been arrogant. He's starting to make it. But he's shown you he's been arrogant. But in my in my opinion, he's just been self aware. He has improved in his on his game every year. He's got better, a tighter handle. And for all the stupid weenies number. out here saying you can't be a great offensive and defensive player, look at his game. He's an elite defender. Hey, who's ever said that? No. Michael Jordan yeah. was elite, both hands. No, people are saying, yo, if you, if you score so much, you don't have the energy to play good defense. And I'm like, what are we talking about? Well, yeah, if like, you're not in the, one of the best players in the league, conversations. <laughs> Paul George was literally strapping niggas up, giving niggas 25. Yeah, but, you know, people don't give Paul George the respect he deserves either. Kawhi so Leonard? That. I'm, Rob, I'm just saying. I, y'all, y'all, I'm just saying. Anybody who said that, y'all are stupid. Y'all not talking about elite players. 
you fans of niggas who we might talk about, and he in my top five favorite, but he wasn't elite. Like, just that we don't talk about it. But Anthony Edwards has just proven me right every step of the way. Told y'all he was that nigga. He's gotten better. He's arguably the best two guard in the league right now. I know you're not big on Adidas shoes, but what do you think of his shoe? I don't know what his shoes look like. Really? Okay. Why would I know what his shoes look like? I don't buy. Because you're a fan of shoes. shoes. Most of them, most of them niggas' shoes don't look good with an outfit. No, he he has a, a good looking shoe. He, he is a good looking shoe. I, like I think. Days. Yeah. Wait, do? I think I know what you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know. I've seen those. They, they. I mean, again, they look like the Kanye. <laughs> so what the fuck? <laughs> like they are. I, I, I rock with. It, I, it I look like Adidas version of phone posits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Shout out to Penny Hardaway. So, um, yeah. So you can go with your your take that you said might ruin our friendship and. Might ruin our friendship. Why would it ruin our friendship? What do you think about Vince Carter as a player? He's a great player. Do you think he's an underachiever? Um, Underachiever of, like, not maximizing his talent? What does underachiever mean? Now you don't know what underachiever means? If I actually was going to run an underachiever, you'd be a... No, Kobe Bryant wasn't under she. He he over. No, I said she. I didn't say Kobe Bryant. I said Kobe Brown. Oh, oh. <laughs> and he played twelve years in the league, right? Is that? Let me stop. Let me stop. Hey, I'm a joke. It was a joke. It was a. <laughs> I'm saying, look, it was much Parker under Jeeva. Well, he might not have been good at all. Anyway, I don't know <laughs> what was his his ceiling. Was <laughs> Yo, he didn't achieve? Yeah, man, PG County legend. Michael B's an underachiever? Yeah, he's underachiever. So you know what that means then? So is Vince Carter underachiever? Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. Thank you. Not by much, but yeah. I guess. Not by much. He. Now, this is the words going to trigger you. Yes. But do you think Vince Carter was lazy? No. No, I don't think that. You know why I, I say I don't he think is he was lazy. I, I've heard those takes, and I, I don't believe he was lazy. You know why I say he is to play that long. You can't be lazy, like in general. You know why I say he is. What I mean by that, Vince Carter was a great player when he could roll out the bed and be a great player. The moment that that shit didn't come easy for him. He was cool being a 15-game player. He didn't fight the transition. Every year, his points decreased. And then, yeah, sure, he definitely suited up and got more professional with his work ethic and shit. So it allowed him to to play more season when he was like a 10-point scorer a game or something like that. But I would say look at his contemporaries, right? Look at Tracy McGrady. He don't got no great playoff success. But you never thought he was... Cheever. We saw uh, T-Mac in Orlando. That team wasn't great. They, no, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. By the time he got to Houston, he had a few better squads. He was already fighting injuries. 
And you saw yeah. year after year, this man played 55 games, rehab, hard as shit, played 55, 60 games the next year. By the time he got to Houston, it was that was Will that kept him as an all-star for the next three years or so. I, I have a Vince take, and I don't know how it's going to come off. Okay. Because I was speaking to one of my guys, and again, he was half man, half amazing, Vince Sanity. But the thing is, like, people act like Vince never, all Vince could do was dunk. And if you watch the game of basketball, especially Vince, Vince had everything. He had a mid-range, he could no. shoot threes. He was a three-level you know scorer. Kind of remind me of Vince. Kind of remind me of Blake Griffin. And, and this is no. what I mean. Oh, this is no, what I mean. I'm not. No, here, listen. Hear me out. You okay, look at Vince, okay. You look at Blake Griffin coming into the league, and you look at his last great season that he was playing in Detroit. In Detroit, everything yeah. that you ever said about Blake Griffin's offensive game when he came in the league, he needed to develop a better handle, or outside jumper, not rely strictly on dunking. Like have real moves. By the time he got to Detroit, he had did that. He was a better pl- passer, better ball handler, better scorer as far as three levels. The problem was his body was – he was nowhere near the athlete he was when he came to the league. So he was so still nice. Here's, here's where you're wrong. No, well, I I hear your, your point, but here's the difference. Vince was doing that in Toronto. He was averaging 28 as a three-level scorer. He Vince was, Carter bro. Was a, was a solid Vince could do everything, shooter. but they he never no showed marksman. that. They always just showed him dunking on people, which was fire. At the three. I didn't say he was a mark. I'm not saying he was an elite. And his mid-range wasn't as consistent. Could, We've seen his numbers. His mid-range was bro, not as consistent like, as Kobe Bryant. He was not a great a scorer as T- Tracy McGrady. No. He was not Tracy the same three-level shooter as Ray Allen. Yeah, Ray Ray was better than him from jump. Kobe worked to be better than him, and Tracy was just a naturally gifted scorer. He was not. He did. Vince he did not attack everything. the basket the same level as Allen Iverson. How many scoring titles does Vince Carter have? I don't think he has any. Uh, Allen Iverson has four. If he does, you know why? But also, AI's he was built differently, too. Huh? Like, Vince's narrative is so weird. It's not weird. He's a it's shot weird. away from making the finals, bro. Vince like, Carter is loved. So, it's almost I, like... It's, I just think, uh, like... Again, the, he really liked the NBA, Randy Moss. You remember, people were telling you, Randy Moss is lazy. Randy Moss ain't shit when he was in Oakland his last season. In, well, Randy in told us he was lazy. They, but don't. But people were saying that they were pretty. They was printing those when he went yeah, to New no, England. I, I remember. People said, "Oh, New England picked up Randy Moss. That's cool." Yeah, Nobody they didn't think it was a big deal. And I was telling niggas that, like, was like, "No, I think you guys <laughs> forgot that Oakland ain't had a quarterback, and Randy got a thousand yards while he was smoking weed and bullshitting." And then he destroyed the league. And it was like, holy it's shit. It's like, you going to give him a really good quarterback? We're cooked. And he's been, on, he's been in all the sports media shit. And he's rehabbed his image. The same way that you remember, they were talking shit about Vince Carter heavy. Mid, middle of his career, they were shitting on him from that Toronto departure on. From that, that um, yeah, he, conference he semifinals the ugly, series. But it, which, they were if you look at it now... They really talk trash on him because he went to school to graduate. But that's what I'm <laughs> like, saying. Like you know how wild, like in in that's what I'm today saying. Today brain, 
but to be he stayed in the league so long that yeah, when he was in Dallas and like Sacramento and shit like that, yeah, he, like, I he think was able to rehab theory, his image. Someone told me something and it took me a while to process it. He was like, Vince was so good, or Vince wanted to show that he could do other things. My thing is, Vince was still windmilling in Atlanta. The athleticism never went away. He could still windmill dunk in Atlanta in year 22. But he just stopped because he was like, yo, they're going to think that's all I can do. So I want to show them. It's different than being able to do I can do other things. He can't dunk as much as he did in 99. That's not true. Well, yes, that is true. That is true. Let me know. That is true. However, remember we've seen remember him when, come up uh, short on Kobe, dunks. He's not the same athlete he was in two thousand. No, remember when Kobe and, and team and Kobe was like, "Yo, Vince could win it now," and they was right because he could. I mean, that's but he just didn't dunks. want to do that. That's, that's four dunks, five dunks. He's not doing that two game. He's not getting twenties for our game right now. He's not. I don't doing, think he can't do that. Understand the athletic like freak. No, Vince that's Carter the part, No, that's the thing. Is, bro. That's what I'm saying. Randy Moss, like he did hook up with Tom at the end and had that uptick in his later his career. But he showed, like, yo, you saw you saw him in San Francisco. Randy Moss could get up right now and run better routes and be a better receiver than almost half the league. Half the not league. Saying he, not saying he could take <laughs> the hit and be like and survive. But no, but as it, far as just skill it, set, Randy said I could give you 15 red zone players right now and probably. That's what I'm saying. As far as skill that's set, that's crazy. Wow. At like 46, 47, he could still do this. Yeah, yo, Vince Carter could play and do certain shit, like and have a and win a dunk off. Vince Carter not doing that for 82 games. <laughs> He's not giving you 17 a game. It's not happening. <laughs> I just like, think Vince didn't he wanted to show that he can just do spot up shooting and I'm saying, yo, maybe that's what de- I think. Maybe he definitely you know, he had different like you know plans and shit. But Shout out to Jai. He said, yo, Vince Carter at Lesson with Crap. It, it was. It's literally him and Jordan. But yeah. when you think about that, you think about, like, yo, you remember Vince Carter rookie year and his second year? Vince Carter was better than Kobe Bryant. Vince he Carter was. was better than Tracy McGrady. Until he wasn't. So much so that they the Raptors didn't believe in T Mac. If they would have believed in them, we have a whole different conversation about Vince. Cause then T Max stays and they they compete for championships. They're not yeah. beating the Lakers at that time. They might beat the Spurs. Like with those two like, wings. <laughs> me and my brother, we was talking about like contemporary talking about like great players, right? And it's like, yo, when people who have had long, like successful careers in us in that LeBron range, they talk about LeBron, they go, nah, he was different. Like, even if we beat him at a certain point, or even if like I've had great games against him. I'm telling you the shit he doing right now is he a different nigga. It's like when you talk about niggas, when they talk about like Kobe Bryant, I was just say, yo, Kobe Bryant was a bad motherfucker. But when he came in the league, he didn't say, yeah, I'm looking, I'm measuring myself up to Kobe Bryant. It was like, yeah, Ray Allen, the guy who's in the biggies with me, guy who's nice right now. It's like, yeah, that's who I'm comparing myself to. <laughs> like, like, yo, Vince Carter yeah, came in the league. Just- he outworked everybody, and that's the difference. Like Kobe, yeah. didn't, that's what makes Kobe such a phenomenon. Is Kobe oh, compared sure. to his predecessors of T Mac, Vince, Ray, who might have had better skills than him. Ray, better shooter. T 
T-Mac just overall ability, Vince overall just ability, Kobe worked. Like, Kobe wasn't a freak athlete, but he he worked better than everybody to the point where the separation showed, you know, five, six years in. Thing, that's really that's what, And when we talk about Vince Carter, who's literally in my top five favorite players of all time, it's I remember seeing Allen Iverson lead that team to the finals. Like, I remember seeing T-Mac win two scoring titles in a row. I remember seeing Kobe Bryant become arguably the best wing player in the league. I think he he made it, if my opinion, because he, he had injuries in Toronto. He gets traded to the Nets a year earlier. They don't beat the, the, the O2 Lakers. No, they had kids to... Those Nets teams weren't great, especially the old two Nets. That old three Nets. He had Jason Vince is on that team, it wasn't like he went. got there. It wasn't like no, no, no. I, I, I agree. Had no time. If he gets to the old three Nets, I think they might be San Antonio. As crazy as that sounds, no one wants to hear me. Oh four, they missed the window. That they should have went to the. No, they weren't beating the Pistons. Like that's what I'm like. It's it's all just timing, in my opinion. Oh three though. If Vince would have made on that 03 Nets team, they win. The kid took bums to the finals twice. Look, man. 04, 05. That's kid's greatest achievement, bro. Okay, yeah. King and Martin was going by 04, 05. Okay. So 03, 04. Yeah, they still had, that that was really probably like the last year. Of the, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they get. If he made it on they, that team, we have a, it's just it's just timing. I, I feel like Vince, but he, yeah, Vince could have done more. Like, Especially, uh, I think like in Orlando, because he was still firing Orlando. Like he could have did more in, in that before. Once he went to Dallas, that was kind of it for me. Yeah, he he was like he was seventeen points a game in Orlando. I think Orlando, he could have done more. But he also accepted his role. Like, I don't need to be the man. Dwight's the man. They didn't win anything do him doing that. So I don't understand that. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> when you look at, okay, look. T-Mac got no playoff success. So this is all regular season accolades. You look at his joint, mm-hmm. seven All-NBAs, two-time scoring mm-hmm. title, seven All-Stars, yeah. most improved player. Yeah. Vince got Vince what, like Carter, six All Stars. Vince Carter got eight All Stars, and you eight understand All-Stars. how how popular he was. Rob, I, my ninth the moment birthday, he wasn't in the limelight. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ninth birthday, true story. I got the O two Final Four ball basketball because of Maryland. Real. I got a Kobe yellow jersey, number eight, and a purple Vince Carter jersey. Those are my ninth great birthday gifts. I remember it to this day. And I still want, I'm going to get those jerseys eventually. I loved Vince Carter, bro. Like, so I got to see Kobe, and I think about him kind of mad and I got to see Vince. I love Vince Carter, dog. Here it is. 99 rookie of the year. 2000, he got All-NBA third team. 2001, mm-hmm. he got All-NBA second team. He never was. He's a shot away. I think they the beat rest. the Bucks. I think they he make was the never final. an All NBA player for the rest of his career from 2002 on. Some of it is, is injuries, and and again, I, I'm with you. But he still was averaging like 27, 28 
it. He was. It's weird, Vince. He had a great first three, four years. Then he just never became the greatness that we thought he'd become. Like T Mac got to a level. <clears throat> Kobe got to a level. And I obviously got to T Mac got to his level and a, and his body failed him. AI hit the level <laughs> and then it was kind of shaky. Um, Ray got Ray got to a level. Then Ray had to compromise his game to play in Boston. I think Ray could have done everything. Like that's why people like, oh, Ray was a shooter, and I'm like, yo, Ray was dunking on dudes, bro. Like Ray was averaging 25 a game. This one saying, Ray, you look at Ray Allen. He a 10 time All Star. Like he got two All NBAs. His two All NBAs, 2001. 2005. To show you the levels of him continuing. I'm being with you. Great. But again, we saw Ray. Ray was on positions where he had to do a lot of the work. Not saying Vince wasn't. By the time I'm with you in Toronto and Jersey, when he got to Orlando, I think Vince was like, I don't want to be known as. I think Vince had just a different mentality, and that's that's kind of His where it last comes down. Two to. years and. and New Jersey, he didn't win. He didn't get, go to the All Star game. Yeah, disgusting behavior. Do you play full seasons or close to full season? I'm, I'm you're looking at it. I'm not. He he played seventy six games and eighty games. Okay, that's a full season. Got twenty a game in both of them seasons. But let me let me see how many games they won. Thirty four games. 34 games. <laughs> I just think it was different, man. But Vin, it's, yeah. I want to talk to more like avid hoopers. Not saying that you don't know your, your sports, but like I want to talk to older cats, non-biased cats more about Vince Carter. What do you mean non-biased cats? I'm not, he literally. No, my, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not favorite. talking. I'm just saying That's like, true. I wish I was of this age now to really comprehend like that era sometimes, just for more of a like deeper level. That's just me. You you comprehended. You comprehended. You just don't want to admit it, man. <laughs> like yo, he a beloved player, but he really like you can say lazy underachiever, bro. He's not lazy, bro. Like I'm. Like, you you just can't play twenty two years and be lazy like that. I don't even. He that don't win to me right now. I know. He got gifted. <laughs> I'm not saying he don't take care of his body at all. I'm saying like I think some of that's T Mac, but we, we can't say that publicly. But you know. You think someone with his T Mac? He didn't take care of he his died. body. He died. No, he died. <laughs> Multiple well, times. T-Man kept coming back, and they, his body kept slapping him in the face. No, I told you, you can't do it. He was like, but I, that's my back. <laughs> Nigga dunked him Sean Bradley's knee was never the same. <laughs> he wouldn't listen. <laughs> like, crazy, his, man. his fall off was like, was precipice. Like, there was like precipitous. That's what this precipitous. Like, you saw his body just fail him. He just became an instant role player. Just poof, he was done. Vince? Yeah. He was getting 20 a game lollygagging. 
I'm just sad. Yeah, I'm, um, he could have been so much greater. Like, I'm just sad. Yeah, this I'm gonna just leave it that. I, I don't, I don't really got nothing. This is gonna make me sad. He cared by the time he cared about it, it was too late. <laughs> he ended up playing six more years of just man ball. Events, he could have bro. three more elite years. <laughs> One of gonna, the first YouTube Hall videos. Fame, it's the the Smith Hall of Fame is the easiest Hall of Fame for anyone to get in. <laughs> he gonna get in the Hall of Fame, bro. Based off of him ducking over a seven footer, he gotta get in. <laughs> like one of the first YouTube videos ever was Vince Carter is Max I never forget this dude named Maximilian like 71. He he's became like a, a, a YouTube editor for the NBA because of this. He made two top 100 Vince Carter dunks. I used to watch them joints all the time, bro. Be like, like he was doing full extension windmills in games for alley oops. Like when Anthony Edwards did that windmill the other day, I was just sitting there like, bro, I ain't seen that since Vince Carter, bro. Also, yeah. hey, side note to Anthony Edwards off the back dog. That's that's what I'm talking about. Like, you understand the joy that brings me. Like, this is like when I was when I was younger, man. I told y'all. Man. <laughs> Shout out to Vince Carter, bro. My that's my man. All right. Um, yeah, a couple more topics. This is gonna be a long podcast. We ain't potted in a while. We're late, but we could give our, our take on Cat Williams. Let me let me set the stage in my end before you go. I remember, you know, you take a last scroll before you go to bed. And I see Shannon Sharp says, hey, interview with Cat Williams. This is interview of the year. I'm like, mm, that's interesting. It's only the third day of the year. But OK, you know, I'm, I'm rocking. I'm going to get to it when I get to it. Cool. Then next morning I'm at work. I wake up. Matt, excuse me. I'm at work and I watch a four minute clip of him, I think, talking about like Cedric Entertainer. As soon as, no exaggeration, Rob, as soon as the clip ended, I get a DM from Taylor. Taylor's like, she sends me the same clip I just watched. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so then we talked during lunchtime. She's like, yo, is this interview out? I'm like, yeah, it's premiering live on YouTube right now. Yo, I'm going to check it out. I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to see when I get home. Cool. Hang up, talking to boy Ja. Talking to Ja. She calls me. So I'm like, hey, yo, Ja, just tell me and call you back. He's like, all right. And she's like, yo. I'm like, yeah, what's up? Everything cool? Yo, cat going crazy. I'm like, oh, where? I'm only 10 minutes in. You got to watch. I'm like, all right, I'm on the phone with Ja. I'm going to watch it when we get off. I'm like, all right. Then I'm on the phone with Ja. I was like, yo, Taylor Stray. I'm like, yeah, she's talking about the Cat Williams interview. Then she texts me again, like, Jarrell, you got to watch this interview. I'm 30 minutes in. He going crazy. I'm like, one, Rob, you know Taylor. Taylor don't ever, like, triple down Mm -hmm. on anything. So I'm like, all right, I was going to watch it. Bro, I watched the full interview, and I'm like, yeah, bro. And then again, in the social media era, we come from it. It's very rare to say this is the interview of the year and it'd be right. Like, you'll never hear someone like, yo, this is the album of the year. Like a rapper saying, this is it. And then it's actually it. 
I can't recall the last time like yo, this gonna be one of the ones. Like the last thing I remember, and again, I don't know if it's recent bias. Like the the MCU with Infinity War, Endgame, and Black Panther, where we're like, this is gonna be one of those moments. Or the new Spider-Man when you we see Toby and all where yeah. we're like, this gonna be one of the ones, bro. Like, and then it really was one of those ones. We we got memes. That's the interview of the year on the third day of the year. It got yeah. 50 million views in 20 days. Yeah, they, that's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah things are like 52 million right now. Like, the record is 65 with a Joe Rogan interview, and I think that Joe Rogan interview's been up there like four or five years. I, I don't know. I'm not a Joe Rogan like fan, so I, I can't give you the stats. That's gonna be that's a, that's a. I've been going on YouTube since it started in 06, bro. We like. Everywhere, bro. I remember, and it's it's rare. When like it, it, it hit Marquise, video. bro. Like Rob, it hit Marquise. Marquise don't got social media. Like, come on, dog, dog. <laughs> think it. about that. I remember when the <laughs> the first viral video was like Math Hoffa punching dose <laughs> in the gym, and like that shit had like a hundred thousand views. It was like in a day. It was like, yo, this battle rapper punches the dude in the face. <laughs> You're like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dog, that shit like three hours long, and it got like fifty-two million views, bro. No, that was like, a massive. Been around with some viral moments of like the whole Sharkeisha World Star stuff that we used to watch. See, see how <laughs> I just unlocked the memory. Why did she say no after she kicked her in the face? <laughs> but again, like to These have that clips. many views. I'm saying, remember, like the bird, like Breakfast Club, Birdman shit had like 15 million views or something. That was like a four minute, three minute clip. So three, I, you know, what's so crazy? I never, and and then you go continue. I was like, hey, Isaiah, you need to watch this Birdman interview. It's the interview of the year, and Isaiah was like, oh, I don't got time. I'm like, no, bro, it's only two minutes. Like, let's watch it right now. He was like, what? And, And he was like, yo, that all happened. I'm like, yeah. He was like, it was two minutes. I'm like, I know. This is crazy. That was two minutes. (laughs) We got gold in two minutes. In a grown man, hours, bro. (laughs) (laughs) He he was at the radio station, like. Cause again, when you say it's an interview, it's like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to it. But that one was like, nah, bro, you got two minutes. Let's watch this right now. <laughs> like, Cat Williams is like, yo, it's three hours. And the thing that made it crazy, you know, he he did lie or he uh fabricated some of the truth, right? But about the yes, comedians, he doesn't, he doesn't run a four or five forty. <laughs> or have read three thousand books in a year for multiple years. First of all, that's a lot of but books. those those comedian joints, amen. Amen. <laughs> Them receipts. Like you know a nigga be telling the truth when a person come out and don't be like, oh, he lied. They be like, nah, but well, let me explain what happened. <laughs> or when they say, yo, cat crazy, man. Y'all really listen to cat is like, oh, he he telling the truth. When y'all right. saying, oh, he crazy, that means you did it. 
Stuff wild, bro. You know, he went off. Salute the Salute cat, man. Shout out to Shannon Sharp. People like Shannon Sharp is the male version of Carissa, please. And I'm like, all right, y'all, y'all gotta stop. Like, <laughs> he kind of is though. <laughs> kind of, but like, it's it's different. He he not though because like Carissa really just be like, so why you let that girl eat your pussy? <laughs> and just there. <laughs> so like, Shannon and also like that. Shannon be in a. It, it depends. Like he's interviewed some like, you know, people of, of the ilk, but then he's also interviewed like a Steve Harvey or a Chad Johnson or like a Marshawn Lynch. Like it's it's a variety. It's just when they go viral sometimes. Like it's crazy. The last interview G Herbo. She has a variety. Didn't she have Issa Rae? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. But Shannon's had a variety. Like, think about it. Before Cat Williams, the last interview he did was the baby. He's and then after Cat, too. the first one is Country Wayne. Another comedian. <laughs> yeah, but then yeah, he's Bruce also interviewed Bruce, yeah, Earthquake. I mean, he's staying in a certain bag, too. Well, it's not like he got the yeah. most. Like, he just went and had an interview with, I was going to say somebody, but that nigga's a nasty motherfucker. Um... <laughs> Yo, a Shannon Umar interview might be generational, bro. <laughs> Yo, that might be the one. Someone was like, see That's what happens when you don't Umar put it behind a paywall. <laughs> Talking Budden. about Ian from Joe Budden. Yeah, yeah that nigga, cool. bitch. What I tell you, he, he went full J. <laughs> Just saying. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, salute the cat women, salute Shannon Sharp. Um, let's talk about the 21 album. Did you hear the 21 album yet? Mm-hmm. What did you think? Because I can give you, or I'll give my opinion first. Um, Go ahead. I think the album is dope. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a I told you he was, the, he was the king of the south. And was, I, I already I, told you, so shut up, nigga. We don't even hear nothing. You gotta say, out. nigga. Fuck out of here, nigga. I For me, it's, that nigga. it's soulful. They got a lot of records I like. Um, one of my favorite, Let It to My Brother was fire. All of Me, fire. Pop Your Shit was fire. Red Sky. Should have wore a bonnet. Hey, man, Brandon, that category of he can just sing anything, and I'm, I'm a fan. Second, I know you don't like Burner Boy, but Just Like Me is fire. I like I'm not even a Mariah the Scientist fan, but that outro, Dark Days, hey man, that joint yeah. was tough. <laughs> Nobody on his level. Nobody on his level. I told you he was the king of his generation, and he is. Told you Cold, Lamar's bro. year. Told you there was Lamar year. Told you it was Savage Time. I've been told you since sneaking it was over. <laughs> All he did was kept crushing the buildings. <laughs> 21 no, years ago. Style, man. See, the real could have Drake on it, but I'm glad you put Drake on it. <laughs> nah, 21 did his thing, man. Some people were like, oh, I don't like this 21 album. I'm like, I don't know what we listening to, because this... Don't like the music. Y'all rather listen he did have some <laughs> bad bars on there, like the poop bars, those were bad, but hey, I'm like, 21 album give me fire lyrics the whole yeah, he, way he through. He's been hanging around with J. Cole too much. 
<laughs> so, nah, Slew 21, man. First great rap bomb of the year. Biggest of what? Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm not mad. Before we get up out of here, Raising Canaan, the best show in the power universe. Anyone that says otherwise is foolish. What's so special about you, nigga? <laughs> I mean, it was like, why does your mom want to go see you? <laughs> I'm my mama, son. son. <laughs> she don't miss me. I really would have been like, sorry to hear that. And the if I would have died there, I would have died. <laughs> yeah, you would have died. <laughs> I, I would have died. You would like the white dude peeing on yourself. <laughs> you the ran 600 yards then. <laughs> you, you absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, dog, that, that team is just... <laughs> like, first of all, shout out to Jukebox because she just keep it real. She just keep it As one, always. I'm, I'm also saying like, the way this season is going to end, something bad is going to happen. <laughs> was watching them fight. It was like, hey, you want me? No, bro. Like, or, yo, what's up with them kicking the owners of their crib out their own place? Be like, what are you doing here? I I live here, Ronnie. <laughs> get your stuff and get out. <laughs> like, Ronnie is a, is a terrorist, dog. And go. <laughs> He just say that shit and stare at you. My man gonna kick the door in and then before he leave, fix the coats. That's that's real criminal behavior, bro. Get up. You gotta clean yourself off. You pissed yourself. Yeah, the way nah, this is shaping up, it's, it's gonna get crazy. Fame be trying to... You know why I respect Famous? Because at all times he try to remain, he try to maintain his fake street cred until the moment where he gotta give it up and, and tell you, I am not a tough nigga. <laughs> like he like, yo, I ain't like that. I ain't gonna do. You ain't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> do I look no, worried? No, I, I gotta say this. <laughs> I, I gotta say this, bro. You and I. I can't speak for you. For me, I have blacked out before, twice. Never drink singles, gin, Snoop. I love you, but you lied to me. I've never been so drunk where I get in the car, I drive to someone's house, confess things for multiple hours, get back in the car, go home, and I don't remember anything. That is insane, I'm, dog. I'll say this. Lou is tweaking, bro. I remember literally getting the, well, I don't remember actually. I got a twerk from my classmate in the front of the stage while somebody was performing at like on the yard or whatever. And it's a long twerk. And she just talking to me like, oh, so you just don't remember? I'm like, what are you talking about? And randomly I saw somebody snap with me getting twerk. I'm like, holy shit, that happened. I didn't know, right? I didn't remember that at all. Like, so, yes. <laughs> I've been drunk when I don't remember shit at all. <laughs> He got in the car, bro. I remember he drove. (laughs) That'd be like saying, I don't remember being on the yard. Like, I don't remember getting in my car to go to the yard, doing things, then coming back. I remember being on the yard and walking to the plaza for I don't never remember being that close to the stage. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember getting that twerk. I don't. That's crazy. Like to this day, I can't tell you if it was a good twerk or not. I was like, well, okay. I don't remember. I ain't never been that soft. He shot that bitch though. 
He did. And I'm surprised he didn't use the silencer for that, but you know. Shout out to him Cook, I guess. Shout out to Marvin, my nigga. He been my nigga since the beginning. Yeah, that dude was really going to let his his kids be out there in the cold. He was like, he was like it was only out there 30 minutes. Nigga, whole dog. <laughs> Bro. I think Marvin really just trying to make it in this world. <laughs> bro, they about to get Marvin, bro. I, I just don't hope he dies. Every turn, they just, they fucking shit up. Like, bro, he got a support group. That nigga on drugs again. He back cool with his sister. Now she want to do sling dope again. He with his brother. He doing drunk confessionals. <laughs> like, he like, bro. <laughs> and then the fact that freaking Omar Epps didn't tell Rock, like, yo, your brother under questioning. Like, I mean, that's just the arrogance of the cop thinking he got everything under control. He's like, I'm about to get the job. I'm going to bury whatever leads I got to bury. It's easy money. But we know that all ain't going to work out. Casualty of war, man. I think Ronnie got to be Breeze. I'm thinking, and honestly. And why do they call him Breeze? When do he get that nickname? Yeah, because he don't deserve a nickname to me. But no, he deserves a nickname. That's a last nigga. I mean, no, he do. I don't think it's Breeze, but I also think one of the girls from that group might end up being uh, Kane's baby moms. And then also didn't realize that Sean is famous name. So I was I like, Sean so was famous name in like the first season. <laughs> the first episode once they said it I was like oh wow that's his best friend so like we can tell that that's where he got the name Sean yeah but I'm thinking one of them girls is gonna be Sean's mother but you know we'll, we'll I mean, see. it kind of lines up I guess but it's kind of early for him to have a kid right I mean he's not even 18 older yet. though yeah but when he got out of jail it was like 34 so Sean was no, like 18. Because no Ghost ain't no 30-year-old nigga. <laughs> he older than Ghost. So Ghost was probably like 38, 40. He like 42. But Sean was like either he was in his, he was a Sean young, was probably like adult. 20 years old. He was coming from college or whatever. So he's probably like 20, 21. So that means he probably got five more years before Sean is born. We'll see. Like, I'm just saying. All right, last thing, man. 2024 goals, you know, new year, better us. Anything you want to say to the people before we get up out of here? I'm going to start my book soon. Book of what? No, my books, like reading my books. Oh, oh, I'm about to say, like, you about to write a book. When that happened? Hey, man. <laughs> I'm write a book like TK. It's gonna go triple platinum. Quadruple. <laughs> First book was a classic, so they went triple, man. <laughs> but, nah, I don't. Do you have a book goal or? I right, said so I'm gonna read at least thirty books this year. Oh, I, I didn't know that, which is why I, said, I was hey, gonna go for three. Goals. I said that last episode, but you know we haven't podded. I don't really remember, but um, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to reach 3,000. I simply don't have the time. But <laughs> I'm going to start with 30. Yeah, you have to be reading 
We wouldn't be potting right now. I'd be reading right now. <laughs> hey, what you doing? Y'all reading, man. I'm gonna call you back. Then <laughs> like I'll be free, listening like, to a book, talking about the book, and you can be like, Bobby, that Rob, that's nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. <laughs> and man, Mesopotamia was really the craziest. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what the fuck is this guy oh, doing? Yeah. No, I wanna, I wanna unearth the origins of Al Qaeda. Um. On earth, the what? Brown <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> looked up like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> but I do want to, um, I do want to find the genesis. A part of me, you know, I love history, so I always okay. so sometimes I do want to do a deep dive into the genesis of um, certain hate or paramilitary organizations. Okay. Like how they started out and their movements and their reasons. That's, I mean, because that's ultimately that's the type of shit that you need to learn if you're going to be someone affecting the world, you know, through policies and politics and things like that. And trying to run for office? Stay low. Keep firing. Huh? All right. I just got to sell enough dope. I just got to sell enough albums. See, that's really what I tell people about selling mixtapes and albums against streams. I really just try and get enough to be a councilman, and then I'm going to just mosey my way into the game. Sell some records, guys. Salute. I, I got nothing to say today. I mean, think about it. You don't think T.I. could win a seat or something in Atlanta? <laughs> Uh, maybe I guess. That's what I'm saying. Uh, didn't uh, what's his name? Scarface run for office. Uh, and that's mad white I'm, people in I'm Texas. So like, <laughs> it's a lot of districts. So it's it's yeah, possible. You really want to but, do something? Nah, but but seriously, like when you look at um certain conflicts, like the. Um, is really Palestinian conflict. It's like it is something that you should have. You should. I believe that you should do a deep dive on knowledge, and so you understand the origin, so you don't say blanket statements like, "Oh, they should just stop killing each other," or "Oh, this should just be this," or it's like you understand the origins, you understand like the goals of certain groups. Um. So like you, you should educate yourself on like certain atrocities like that. You know what I'm saying like certain things is like I'm not saying that you gotta learn everything about everywhere, you know. No, if that's like a like a universal thing. Like that's a humanitarian issue, you know. That's it's just something I never never really looked into. So that's that's interesting. It's a new perspective. I definitely we're gonna I'm gonna follow up with you on that after the pod. But no, that, that's solid. Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's anything. I don't even know how to follow up to that. But uh <laughs> I'm I plan on at least reading 12, 12 books. I'm not reading 30. Hmm. I don't I don't plan on reading 30. Let me say that. But I'm already on book three. And the head is taken. Stop it. I'm not I'm not accepting it. Go dog uh, go is a classic. I would not accept it. That was a it is a classic. I'm I'm not reading uh, miniature books. I'm oh. reading Die with Zero now. I read. Uh, I just finished reading Rich Paul's book. It's pretty oh, dope. Rich and Paul even though, like, stab you through the screen. I mean, I have that book. I've, it's a good book too. Doesn't everybody? No. 
but you no, get more Rich, real uh, information Rich that Paul. applies to your life from one of them seven help step books those like good for chicken noodles books and shit like that that has better advice for your life every day than Rich Dad <laughs> no that's not true no Rich Dad Poor Dad was dope I read that last year. Or that should have got to reread it last year. But no, um, not last year. It was years ago. Anyway, but Rich Rich Paul, shout out to Rich Paul. Oh yeah, he was slinging dope. That was a dope book on his cell phone. Nah, uh, it it was interesting. It was cool to like read about St. Clair, uh, Cleveland. You know, in the nineties and stuff. Um, just kind of seeing that perspective. And he didn't. The craziest thing was like I thought he would touch on. I thought there would be a lot of chapters of life after he met LeBron. He really didn't talk about that. He just talked about everything up until that point. Well, that's because he, because in his mind, that's what shaped that, him to be the man he is. Yeah, no, for sure. So it was, like, it was just interesting, you know, just to his work with LeBron is just culmination of shit that he's already been on. And and he definitely discussed it, like you know, his mom was on drugs, man. His his dad was like the corner store owner, so like it was it was really interesting, just dealing like just seeing like how crack affected his his upbringing and Cleveland and him just wanting to be fly and stuff like it was, it was it's a really good book I, I enjoyed yeah, it so you know autobiographies is always my bag so if there's anyone I got a dope autobiography you already read the Stephen yeah. A book yeah I read that last year. Mm-hmm. So Rich Paul's the first autobiography of the year because the last book, last autobiography of last year was uh Kenny Kenny Jet Smith. His book was was good. Oh, the Left Rex Finest. Um, Queens. So, yeah, I read. Uh, Marquise had a book he wanted me to read. Um, so I read that first, then Rich Paul, and I'm reading Die with Zero, and then then shout out to uh, one of the homies podcast listener Daylon. He he had. It's a book challenge that you post on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a way to just get more books. And I did it. And someone already sent me a book. So I'm going to read that. Probably have to die with zero. And then from there, I'm going to re-up. Probably my birthday for sure. I'm going to re-up on some books. Like for every self-help financial book, give me a biography or something. I'm not really big on fiction, but the book I got from the thing was fiction. So... That'll be dope. Um, other than that, just be more intentional with my money. Be more intentional with my money. Um, plan on traveling. Uh, yeah, and just figuring everything else out. Respect. You know, take it from there. Stacking up. Getting to it. Hustle hard. Yeah, we, we can talk Back about paper. Hustle, moving with intention. That's that's the shit for sure. But now we can get up out of here. We we can talk more off air. So thank you guys for listening. We back. Uh, let's see if our predictions hold up for the games today. And to the next time, y'all. Oh, Peace. Josh Island. Even though you're not going to win. <laughs>